guys, and welcome to this episode of The Rose Reviews. My name is Adam Rose, and today we're talking about Stranger Things Season 3. So if you haven't watched this show, this is a non-spoiler review, so I won't be spoiling anything about the show, just talking kind of general feelings and my overall rating for the show, and if I would recommend it or not. Um, So if you haven't watched Stranger Things, there's two seasons on Netflix right now. This is a Netflix-exclusive show. Um, It's placed in the 80s. It's about a a group of kids fighting these supernatural um, government uh, conspiracy-type things. Uh, It's in the cultural zeitgeist quite a bit, so you probably have heard of it. Um, And I overall have watched the last two seasons. I've watched them as they come out. And I'm, I'm a fan. I'm not the biggest fan in the world. I, I, I don't hate it. I, I enjoy it. I really enjoy the show. I like it a lot. I don't think it's the best thing in the world, I, 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 but I do really enjoy it for what it is. And I was really excited to see season three because I really enjoyed season two. I thought it was a bit of a step down from season one, but I still really enjoyed it. I love these characters, and I was hoping they would build up these characters, and I thought there was a lot they could do with it in a, in a season three. So I was excited to see that they were coming out with one. And coming out of it, I after watching the season, I really enjoyed it. I think this is actually a step up from season two. Still not as good as season one, but still a really, really solid season. And I came out of this having a really good time. And what worked in this season was the characters. They really found how to make the build up these characters and continue their journey. And also how to fix some problems that I thought they had in season two. Specifically with Elle and with... Hopper and with uh, uh, Will, I thought they fixed a lot of these problems. They will made Will much less annoying in this season than he has been in the prior ones. L, they have made her less so. She's just been so powerful in the first two seasons that she just fixes every problem. And in this season, she's still just as powerful, but they find story ways to make sense of why she can't just walk in and fix every single problem. So I liked that. And Hopper has a great arc in this. I felt like he was a little wasted in season two because he was so strong in season one. And in season three, his character has a great arc and he and he actually is going somewhere and he has a lot. And I like his side mission that he's doing with Will's mom in this season. Um, I thought pretty much every character and every little side mission they do uh, uh, was really well thought out. Unlike season two, where there were some that weren't, I thought this season was really strong with every single character that goes on a side mission uh, really, really made sense with the story and ends up uh, really tying itself together very nicely. Um, They definitely set themselves up for a season four, which I'm sure they will be getting a green lit if they haven't already to go forward with that. And I think why this season works so well is one, you can feel the budget simply just the money. Look, the, uh, Netflix, this is a good show for Netflix, and you can feel that they gave this show more money. I think they gave them more time. Um, and these actors are getting better, which is nice. The kids, um, they're getting better over time. Uh, as they get older, I think the acting is getting better. I think the budget's getting better. The visual effects are getting better. And they they went in the right direction of building up the relationship with the characters and they focus quite a lot not just on the supernatural stuff which is exciting but what makes the show work is when you get care about the characters and the relationships between them and those grow in this season quite a bit and introducing new characters like the mayor into this show uh, growing with you know past characters they introduced in season two and them growing overall i thought they did a really good job with balancing those storylines 
and making it work and still making it very um, episodic but also very bingeable, which is kind of the Netflix model. And that works really well with this show. So on a scale of 0 to 5, 0 being no roses, 5 being full bloom, I'm going to give this season a solid 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5 for me. I really enjoyed this season. Um, For me, it still is not as good as season 1. So season 1 is the best, season 3, and then 2. So this is definitely a step up from the last season, which is very exciting. And uh, hopefully they just keep moving forward and keep growing and keep getting better. And... It's a great show. If you're not watching it, um, if you like 80s nostalgia, if you like um, you know, a little bit of horror, but a little bit of mystery, a little bit of sci-fi mixed with some teen, young kid uh, uh, relationships, this is a show for you. I think this is a very, it's a, almost a four-quadrant show, really like a three-quadrant show. Young kids, probably not for them. It's a little too scary, I think. But for anyone over the age of maybe 12 and pretty much up from that point, it's, it, it pretty much hits almost every age level. So it's very watchable. Uh, I urge you to give it a shot if you haven't been watching it already. But if you have and you're kind of turned off by season two, um, I think you'll really enjoy season three. And I would recommend watching it for sure. It's definitely worth the watch. I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, if you aren't watching it, I think it's worth a hop on and hop, give it a shot. Uh, So as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, guys, I will see you at the movies. Bye-bye.